the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We have talked a lot about the Ohio Republican primary and the Senate race and the necessity for Republicans to hold on to that seat. It's been a spirited race. We hosted the candidates at a candidate forum at Genoa on October the 26th, and it's a pleasure to have with us one of the candidates who I thought really connected with people that night and obviously from poll results has connected with people across the state of Ohio. He is Mike Gibbons. He's an investment banker from the Cleveland area. So, Mike, thanks for your time today. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Bruce. So the latest Fox News poll shows you in front. There was a Trafalgar poll, I think, a week ago that had you in front by more. Uh, Josh Mandel second behind you within the poll's margin of error, according to Fox. Uh, how do you feel like your message is resonating with Ohio voters at this point in time? And what has allowed you to connect with them so well that you're leading the last two polls I looked at? Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm a regular guy from Parma, Ohio, that... Uh, it's uh, been pretty blessed. I've uh, I've built a business. I've lived the American dream, and uh, and, and and I tell everybody that uh, the American dream isn't dead because I'm walking, talking proof of that. Um, and I think uh, I think I relate well to the voters of Ohio. Yeah, you know, I I think the voters of Ohio are also turned off by career politicians and party insiders, and and they want somebody that tells the truth and and uh, is a real person. You've uh, you've run for office before, but you're not a you're not a politician. I mean, you've been in private business. I like that about uh, our government. I think we need to get back to that time when we have uh, you know public servants, the truest form of a public servant. And I think the public servants who have been in the business world and understand how business works make the best candidates. What motivates you, Mike, to take a break from your business? I mean, Senate's a big job; it's a full time job. Uh, you don't need to do this. Uh, you could uh, relax, sit on a beach, uh, or do what you enjoy doing with your family or your business. Why uh, take on the headache of running for office? Well, I, you know, I, I probably have told you the story before, but uh, I think what started me off was one of my kids, uh, my second youngest son. I've got five children, but uh, uh, he uh, graduated from Georgia Tech with a degree in aerospace engineering and, and joined the Navy. He's now a Navy pilot. And, uh, and my family is, you know, I'm sure I've also told you, it was about sports. My dad was a high school teacher and a wrestling coach. And uh, we didn't have uh, military in the family culture. And when my son did that, it, uh, it, it really had a lot of impact on me. I, I was very proud of him. I'm incredibly proud of him. And, and I, I walked out. We, my wife and I went down to Pensacola and visit him. And I walked out of there and I said, you know, I don't like the way the country's going. I don't like the people who are running for office, and I'm tired of throwing stuff at my television set, and, uh, and, and maybe, I ought to, maybe I ought to do this. And a lot of people told me I was crazy, and then when I, they knew I was serious about it, they said, you know, they thought that, uh, that I could do a pretty good job. So, um, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm alarmed by the way our country's going. I'm, I believe in 
firmly in, in American values and principles. I think we have a left that's rejecting them, wants to radically transform the country, and I'm not going to let them. And, uh, you know, this is the great, greatest country in the history of the world, and, and I'm not afraid to say that. Mike Gibbons is our guest. He is running for Senate, state of Ohio, trying to succeed Rob Portman. The primary is coming up in May, and the latest polls have Mike in front, Josh Mandel second. Other candidates in the field include Jane Timken and J.D. Vance and Matt Dolan. You can find out more about Mike and the issues that he is prioritizing in his campaign on his campaign website, gibbonsforohio.com, G-I-B-B-O-N-S, gibbonsforohio.com. His Twitter is MikeGibbonsOH. So, Mike, I'm baffled when I hear uh, people who have uh, benefited from uh, America's systems and from the way that we uh, do things here in the country uh, demonize the country and our foundations are evil and horrible and all this kind of stuff. And I'm I'm always wondering, like, do they really believe that or is there an end game out there? Have you reconciled that in your own mind? And if you as you interact, I mean, you're in the Cleveland area. I mean, you can't swing a dead cat up there without hitting a leftist. Uh, what do you what do you make of this demonization of a country that's allowed you and me and untold numbers of others uh, to succeed in ways that could never happen in a lot of other countries? And I would say in all well, other countries, you know, Bruce, the people that are de- demonizing it, the people that are claiming that America's, uh, you know, this uh, basically evil country formed on evil principles are the ones that have screwed it up the most. Um, you know, they, they, the Democrats have, uh, you know, have wrecked a large part of our society, particularly the inner cities all around our country. You can see their handiwork uh, in, in, in the crime results or the, the, you know, the crime that's been increasing, the terrible school systems, and they're the ones whining the, the most. Uh, you know, they've created a whole culture of victimhood, and, uh, and, you know, part of that when you're a victim now is you become an activist. And, you know, vast swaths of, of our college graduates are now, you know, majoring in activism and victimology. And uh, this, this is it's a sickness, and, and, and we've, got to, uh, we've got to turn it around. Uh, you, you know, anybody that thinks this country isn't the greatest country in the history of the world has never taken in, in really a careful look at history. And uh, there's, this is the greatest country. I agree with you totally. Mike Gibbons is our guest running for Senate, state of Ohio. And, you know, uh, you had the Senate forum at Genoa. You've been around the state. You have a bus that's traveling. You're meeting Ohioans. What kind of vibe do you get back from people? I mean, you and I are like-minded on this view of uh, the ideals of America. I don't think we've always uh, lived up to them perfectly, but that's the difference between us and other countries is we strive to, we hold ourselves accountable on that. That's when right. you hear from real Ohioans when they interact with you? It's, it's very gratifying. You know, we, I've worked hard. You know, I've tried to, uh, you know, I've pretty much been on the road for, for a year talking to people all over the state. And you're right, I'm in Cuyahoga County. I always, you, you said it a different way. I may do it the same, use that uh, line, Bruce. But uh, <laughs> I always say if I open my window and throw a rock out, chance I'm going to hit a Democrat. Uh, you know, I was in Scioto County last night, Incredible, you know, in Ports, Port, actually in New Boston, but we, we toured Port, Portsmouth. Uh, terrific people, incredible people. And, uh, and, you know, and they're all over the state. And and I can tell you, uh, through our efforts, uh, people are paying attention. I think we're going to see 
uh, a lot of very active Republicans in this upcoming election. I think we're going to see people going to the polls that haven't gone there before. And I'm seeing them in McDonald's when we stop for a, you know, a Big Mac or whatever, or I see them uh, in, in, in the gas station and they're coming up and they're taking signs. Uh, it, 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 it's really an outpouring of support. And frankly, we, you know, we, we, you saw the Fox poll. We believe that we're substantially further ahead than, than that Fox poll says. Yeah, you are up uh, in that poll two points. There have been other polls that I've right. seen that had you up more. Uh, right. Uh, to whatever extent you're comfortable, uh, tell us about how you feel uh, the race is shaping up right now. I know you're not going to relax because you've got, uh, you know, some time yet before May. But uh, it strikes me you've made uh, quite a connection with people because, you know, you didn't have the same name recognition as a Josh Mandel. I'd even argue the same recognition as a J.D. Vance, who I see on Tucker all the time, which is a good platform for him. But yet you have uh, you have the poll lead, according to everybody. What what are you feeling about where you sit positioned right now? Well, a lot of people have gotten endorsements from insiders. Um, I think Jane Timken has broken the record on endorsements, but as you can see from the poll, she's not connecting with the people and the voters. Um, and, you know, and Josh has been around for a long time. He's never served a day in the private sector. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I think J.D. Vance is a newcomer. He, you know, moved in from San Francisco and uh, handpicked by, by Mitch McConnell and, uh and, you know, I think that I'm different. I've lived here my whole life. Uh, I worked here. I, uh, you know, came from a from a middle class, lower middle class comp, uh, family. And uh, and I love this state. And I'm uh, and I think people realize I'm not trying to be, become a career politician. I'm going to Washington to to uh, hold off the left. And uh and I think people buy that argument because it's the truth, and and uh, I've been able to relate that to them, and, and we've gotten a, really an outpouring of support. Mike Gibbons is our guest. Find out more about his campaign for senator from the state of Ohio on the Republican side of the aisle at Gibbons4Ohio.com. His Twitter site is Mike Gibbons OH. You know, Mike, I'm the father of three daughters. They're all in school. Uh, homeschooled and private school. I'd never trust them to the public school. Uh, I understand that uh, not everyone can do that. And if you are two working parents, a lot of times, you know, you have to have your kids in public school. I think we saw in Virginia the way that Republicans have a path to resonating with voters via what Glenn Youngkin did. And there are a lot of things going on in our public schools that I find to be not only deplorable, but nefarious uh, Matt Dolan, one of the candidates in your race, is not only a supporter of, but a co-sponsor of the Equality Act in the state of Ohio, which would install LGBTQ as a protected class, uh, as uh, as is sex, as is uh, ethnicity. Uh, I don't find that to be a conservative position at all. I don't find that to be a position that resonates with the state uh, voters in the state of Ohio. Uh, you've not spoken to school issues with me here. I wanted to give you a chance to speak to school issues here and whether or not uh, you have a view of uh, one of the candidates in this race painting himself as a true conservative having that position. Matt's the most recent candidate in this race, and uh, Matt started out as a Democrat. We talk a lot about wokeism, and wokeism is really at the root uh, I don't want to get caught in the weeds here because I've studied political philosophy, but uh, you know, wokeism is at the root of, of what we call CRT. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, in, in here you have a guy that owns, uh, his family owns the Cleveland Indians. Matt owns part of the Cleveland Indians. And and uh, he was responsible for changing the name from Indians to Guardians. These are the kinds of things where we're just kind of uh, bowing to, to the whims of, of a leftist group that wants to erase our history, erase our tradition, erase the things that are important to us. Uh, you know, names and 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 in history of of an organization matter, and in uh, in the left doesn't think that they they want to you know freshen up everything to whatever the cultural dictate is at the time, and Matt's obviously on board with that. And uh, you know, before he got in this race, you know, I had spoken to him. What are you doing? Uh, you know, why? You know, even the even the Indians. Uh, it, I don't know if you know the history of the, the name Indians, but it was a very great. Indian player that was part of the Indians back in the teens and twenties, nineteen teens and twenties, and uh, and uh, his his tribe actually voted to keep the name Indians. I mm. mean, it was an honor; it wasn't a uh, you know some kind of a slight. Uh, you know, frankly, if I was an if I was an American Indian, I'd be upset that uh, they were trying to erase them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, they're an important part. There, you know, there was a nobility to to using uh the, the name indians and and honoring them and and the left doesn't seem to say that the left doesn't seem to believe that and frankly uh of the candidates running for this office uh matt dolan is far more of a democrat than a republican uh i think i think he's made a case he's a fiscal conservative but that's where it ends and uh and, and and I you know and I I don't think he's catching on. I don't think uh, that the, the red wave we're going to see is going to carry a lot of people that uh, that are lefties in the Republican Party. I'm with you on that 100. percent I hope the next time you're through Columbus, Mike, you'll uh, accept the invitation to stop by our studio anytime. I uh, appreciate what you're doing, stepping away from um, a peaceful, you know, normal life, and taking on <laughs> yes. the craziness of politics for the good of the country. I applaud that. I appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for for having me, Bruce. Final segment of the Bruce Hooley Show. And I want to wish uh, good luck to Worthington Christian High School girls basketball playing today in the state semifinals. That will tip off in about an hour. 2 p.m. University of Dayton Arena tonight. The Hartley Hawks play at 8 p.m. A little salty about that. They beat my daughter's team in overtime. My daughter's team should have won, but hey. Credit to you, Hartley. You've uh, kept it up. Good luck to Hartley. And then on uh, Friday night, Reynoldsburg, Central Ohio team, also seeking a state championship. Um, As we end the week, uh, I want to remind you that uh, Andrew Breitbart is famous for saying politics is downstream of culture. Uh, Everything is related to culture. And we have to get to the point as conservatives where we use our consumer buying power to patronize companies that reflect the values that we have. This Ukrainian situation, uh, the Russian situation, we've seen companies uh, take action against American companies doing business in Russia. I wanted to play for you a snippet of a conversation I had with Selena Zito, the Washington Examiner, from earlier in the week when I hosted Hugh Hewitt. And she has written a story noting that Coca-Cola is one of those companies that was doing business in Russia and is under pressure to uh, stop doing business in Russia. So back in those last year, it feels like 300 years ago. Last year when the the voting law was passed, 
uh, a series of corporations, I'm sure people remember uh, Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game out of Atlanta. Coca-Cola joined in. Uh, Coca-Cola is based in Atlanta, and uh, they condemned it. Uh, and they didn't just condemn it. Well, they It was something they went on a string on Twitter. They went on the national, uh, the international news. They went on cable news, network news. Uh, and and um, they really made a stink about it and how awful it was. What I found incredibly interesting is that Coca-Cola, uh, I think it's their second largest market in, in, in the world, is Russia. They, it's, and people don't just buy Coca-Cola in Russia. They make Coca-Cola in Russia, and mm. they employ 7,000 people in Russia. Now, you would think... You know, immediately went to Twitter, and I, surely they are outraged that that what they're doing in Ukraine, nothing. Yeah. There hasn't been a statement. There hasn't been a tweet. There hasn't been a pullback their production there, which a lot of U.S. companies have done. There has been none of that sort of response to watching another com- country being taken over. Um, and people murdered, people killed right before our eyes. And it just goes to show that this corporate social activism is just a pose. They, no doubt they about don't it. want to do anything has has consequence. They they just want to be able to make their activist shareholders happy. Selena Zito is our guest. You can find her fine work uh, in the Washington Examiner, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, New York Post on her website, Selena, S-A-L-E-N-A, Zito, Z-I-T-O, selenazito.com. We expect the Biden administration to bear a huge cost in the midterm elections. But uh, this kind of phenomenon you're talking about, wokeness in American corporations, do you think American consumers, conservative consumers, have caught up to this, will catch up to this going forward? Absolutely. This is our our sort of distancing ourselves um, from what I always call our corporate or our cultural curators has been began happening way back in 2006. We are cultural curators. Those are the people that are in charge of mostly everything that we see, do, feel, hear, etc. in corporations, but also institutions, academia, our sports entities, our national media. And and the problem is, is the people that run this live in the super zip codes in this world, and they don't have interaction with people that live 15 minutes out of um, every city in this country. You know how different things are 15 minutes outside of the city of Columbus. Absolutely. It's, like a, it's a completely different world. And, and that is why you see the country becoming more and more center-right, because they have no they they have nothing in common with the people that are making these decisions uh, so not only are we not buying their products you see the the decline in in all kinds of things just look at the NFL and how their numbers have dropped yeah but we, you know we also and, we, and and it's caused our politics to move center right we saw in 2020 while Joe Biden won in my state of Pennsylvania down ballot, those seats became more and more Republican. The same for, in Ohio, the seats became more and more Republican. She's right about that. Uh, Selena Zito, Washington Examiner. You can read her online, selenazito.com. She's not on Twitter. I envy that. 
But she's absolutely right. Uh, the Republicans have positions that resonate with voters because they are smart positions. Not even really smart, just common sense positions. The Democratic positions are not common sense positions. Uh, and so voters are not responding. I don't think gas prices are going to go down or at least down appreciably through the fall. The Biden administration is going to pay a heavy price. They should pay a heavy price. And as to what I talked about with Selena Zito, you have to use your consumer power to make your voice heard at all companies. Don't patronize woke companies. Know what you stand for. Know why you stand for it. That's what we stand for is truth here on The Bruce Hooley Show. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.